Since, since we're recording, I think we're recording. Yes. Good morning. It's the March 10th Medical Minute featuring Jared and Sandy. Uh, this is not a Swedish case, but it is a local case, and uh, it's from one of our throwaway journals. It's pretty interesting. So listen, kind of a, a rare disease, but a really cool one. So this is a 59-year-old lady with a history of chronic alcohol abuse who presented to the emergency, a local emergency department, DG actually, with uh, knee pain and shortness of breath. They've gotten worse for the last couple of days. Her sats were 85% on room air when she got there. She was tachycardic in the 120s, and she was febrile um, to 38.2. She had decreased breath sounds bilaterally. She had some swelling and tenderness along her neck, and she had a swollen knee, which there's this lovely picture. That could be anything. That could be a thumb. That could be a neck. I'm not really sure. There's a picture of some flesh there. Um, so given she's got tachycardia, hypoxia, short of breath, neck swelling, neck tenderness, knee pain, how do you tie all of these together? Anybody know the diagnosis? So one, one uh, teaching point that I would mention right off the bat is that sometimes when patients come in with multiple complaints, immediately we're really put off like, come on, what are you really here for, right? You can't really have knee pain and shortness of breath and you've got neck pain. What are you really here for? But sometimes there is an underlying diagnosis. So this patient has Lemire syndrome. I don't know if anyone's heard of that. First described by a physician, Lemire, back in the 1900s, and he published a 20-case series of patients that had some type of oral infection that, that was then followed by sepsis with a bacteria, Fusobacterium necroforum, and in particular, they had thrombosis of their internal jugular vein. So the basic idea is you have patients that have a recent relatively benign infection, like a strep throat or just a tooth infection, but then that seeds, the infection travels along the carotid sheath and the parapharyngeal space, and eventually they thrombose their internal jugular artery. That then serves as a nidus of infection to spread elsewhere in the body. So um, it's a rare disease. It's about twice as common in uh, men as women, but still really rare. Um, usually by the time they present, they don't even have a dental infection or oral infection anymore. The most common finding is tenderness along the neck because of that thrombosed internal jugular vein, but then it leads to disseminated bacterial disease. So they'll get endocarditis, they'll get septic joints. Uh, in the case of this woman, she actually had bilateral empyemas. Um, and so, again, the most common is they'll get septic pulmonary emboli. That's the most common complication. Second most common is um, involvement of the large joints. And then the last would be like CNS infection or osteomyelitis. Um, this patient basically did well. She was started on antibiotics. ENT came in and drained her neck abscess. Ortho went in and washed out her knee, which was also infected. She was found to have empyemas bilaterally and got bilateral chest tubes. And after a prolonged course of antibiotics, um, eventually got better. Um, I do have a CT scan. It's pretty small, but you can come up afterwards, and I'll show you the findings of the thrombosed internal jugular vein and the abscess, abscess which was present. Yeah, you can probably you can probably see it from over there. So there you go. So again, teaching points one: sometimes patients that have multiple complaints really do have one underlying diagnosis, especially if they've got a bacterial source of infection that's seeding throughout the bloodstream. And then number two, we don't often think of this, but to some degree, our chronic alcoholic patients are immunosuppressed, so we should throw them in the same category as patients that are on steroids or patients that have a kidney transplant or something like that, in that they can get kind of exotic and rare infections. And that's it. Okay.